You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. It's Personal Finance Monday time and this week we're taking a look at understanding your finances or planning for your finances on a student budget. Uh, Now many of you might think that this relates just to students but I for one have had many experiences post my student life where I've lived off two minute noodles Uh, and I'm joined on the line by Sarah Nicholson who is Operations Manager at Adjust Money to take a look at this. Good evening Sarah, thanks so much for taking the time. Obviously budgeting is difficult regardless of uh, how old you are, how much you earn, where you work and all of that. It's it's something that at some point or another we've all struggled to uh, navigate through. But let's look at budgeting from the perspective of the younger individuals in the world that have less disposable income. Uh, where would we start with that? Where, where does it all begin? It's such a great question and as a mom to two kids myself, university fees are definitely something that I think about. So it's not just the students, but it's also the parents out there that uh, this is a top consideration that has to be thought of. And you've touched on such an important topic. Budgeting is vital from the very first time you start earning money to all the way through through your lifetime. And I think the first thing is just understanding the cost of, of things. Um, when it comes to budgeting, it's really important that you are calculating, like the basics are calculating your total income for the year and then looking all at all of your expenses, making sure that you're covering your fixed costs, especially as a student, you, you're looking at your tuition fees and um, things like food and clothing and transport. So those are some of the basic things. But I think to really motivate students as to why they need to be looking at, at budgeting, the average cost of a South African university education could be anything from 107000 per year by 2025. And if you're still young and you're considering it by 2035, it will be over 250000 according to Old Mutual. So that's really, that's a big amount. And it changes, of course, for the different type of things that you're looking to study. So it also increases. Um, Education costs typically are going to increase at a higher rate than your general inflation. So year by year increases are something that you're going to have to be aware of. So it's really, really important that this is an area you do some research on and you get really good at. Sarah, is it worthwhile to look at getting a part-time job? Obviously, juggling um, things around studies and all of that uh, tends to become uh, quite worrisome and troublesome. Um, But is it worthwhile to explore getting a part-time job to supplement uh, whatever you might have at that point or to, to grow your little income base? If this is an option for you, Yes, yes, and more yes. Um, Really, it's good to get into the habit of being able to manage studies and work. Um, Personally, if if you are working, there will be times where you need to do additional courses and and, uh, learn some more. So it's really a good skill to be able to learn to manage the two. And as we've said, the costs of university is high, food is high, um, you need to still clothe and, and sort out your accommodation. So if you can bring in additional income um, to supplement you, then it is definitely worth looking at. Sarah, what are some of the no-nos when, when looking at uh, budgeting, when looking at planning, whether it's on your expenditure side or on um, going too early into certain decisions, what are some of the no-nos to stay away from? I think a key thing is is around 
you know, having to pay for your studies. So, you know, whether you're taking a student loan or you perhaps have opened a bank overdraft or credit card, you don't want to be using those things as income. You need to understand that, you know, funds such as a bank overdraft and a credit card really are there for emergencies only, and they have to be paid off at the month end. These types of loans really can incur quite a high interest And if they're not paid off promptly, they can take you down a a cycle of unmanageable bad debt. And the concern with this is, you know, potential employees, uh, employers or landlords or even insurance actually do a background check on you. Um, And this would include accessing your credit report, which is a detailed report or breakdown of your credit history. And, you know, if, if that's not good, it can make it quite challenging for you to get basic things like a home um, or a car when you are finished studying or in the process of, of um, trying to get those things. So it's really worth making sure you understand how to use your, your credit or your overdraft. Um, also, your student loans, make sure that you're just taking out the right amount, not a lot more, because you don't want to start your working career and have to spend many years paying off a student loan where possible. You want to try and reduce that as much as you can. And as you said, <laughs> two-minute noodles is not the most pleasant thing to have to um, deal with for a long time. <laughs> yeah, Unfortunately, I mean, with the student loans as well, a lot of individuals don't have much of a choice there. Um, are there some mm. other things that you would advise uh, people explore in this space? I mean, anything from grants and scholarships uh, through to, uh, say, perhaps making use of um, discounts that are afforded to students, just some practical ways that uh, could potentially help you navigate these difficult and uncertain times as you venture into this new world of uh, higher education. Definitely. And you're spot on. It It is often a lifeline. We, we I often talk about good good credit and bad bad credit and a student loan is something that's actually good because it's helping you um, improve your education and down the line helping you get a better job or find a um, a career that really works for you so it's something that's good um, and can be used for good so it's important to understand that it, it's, it's worth having but you want to be able to to look after that and make sure you're paying it off um, as soon as possible as to what options are out there and what support is out there for families. Um, there are some government grants. So students from families that have an annual household income of less than 350K are actually eligible for, um, for funding from the National Student Financial Aid Scheme, which is a bursary and a loan scheme funded by the Department of Higher Education and Training. And then if an annual household income exceeds 350K per year, but is actually less than 600K, a new category called the missing middle is something that students can then apply for loan through the new comprehensive student funding um, model. So there are options. Um, It's really great to also look for grants and scholarships if possible. Um, Regularly search for scholarships and grants. It could really help offset your educational expenses. And there's also opportunities for South African students to actually study or undertake research in other countries. So do your research. And then in terms of you know saving costs, if possible, buy used textbooks. Um, look at cutting transport costs where possible um, if you're not staying on campus. Or if you are on campus, look at using shuttle services, cycle or walk. I know there's things, you know, you really want to try and make as much use of what is around you. And 
many local businesses actually offer student deals as well. I'm sure many of students or other kids have heard about this, but it's worth asking um, if, if a place that you're going to actually offers any special deals for students. As you're saying all of these, I'm reflecting on my time at uh, a certain university that I went to, and it was definitely, uh, some of these tips were definitely very useful, and we had to learn them the hard way. Uh, but we'll leave it at that. Uh, Sarah, thanks so much for your insights and your time. Uh, that's Sarah Nicholson, who is the operations manager at Adjust Money, sharing with us some uh, practical ways uh, to get through your varsity days and being a young adult in South Africa, especially when looking to meet uh, your financial needs. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.